Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna really, really, really wanna zigga zigga. Ah. All praise to Spice Girls, but uh, we're in societal puberty right now. That awkward phase of, mm, okay, I can see people again, but also I kind of don't wanna. I just wanna, you know, ride out the summer. Binging mayor of East Town. Slurping a frosty, luxuriating on a pontoon. Can we just ease back into society? And why, after more than a year of grinding at home, is my employer now deciding to limit remote work? What a jerk. Does this sound like you? Yeah, you're probably having all kinds of thoughts and feelings about your situation and whether you actually want to spend time with Michelle and Tina again. Life's going to march on whether you're in an opt-out summer or not. And look, this is a mostly judgment-free zone here, though if you're trying to bring back low-rise jeans from the early aughts, then I will absolutely judge you. Please, let that trend die. Anyway, this summer's also an opportunity to reflect on how you want to show up, on the life you want to create for yourself now and as the world continues to open up. And okay, this is always true. It was true in the pandemic. It's true in the purgatory we're currently experiencing. And it'll be true in the fall as well when highways once again grind to a halt during rush hour gridlock. So in today's episode, we're going to explore something that comes up all the time in my coaching sessions around purpose and that I bet you're considering for yourself too. And that is, how can you know what you really want? Welcome to Bullshift, the podcast for every person aged 35 to 55 who wonders, is this as good as life gets? Bullshift teaches you how to apply coaching psychology, early midlife insights, and the art and science of a meaningful life to transform this life phase into a period of creativity and growth. We spend nearly half our adult lives in some type of transition. This show is about making all that time more satisfying. My name is Megan Krause, and as a nationally board-certified well-being coach, a modern midlife maven, and the chief bullshifter, I'm delighted you're here. So how can you know what you really want? This is the burning question of today and of entire decades of midlife, frankly. And the knowing or not knowing exists on many levels and scales. It's not always the existential questions. It can be about smaller things too, like what do you want to do for dinner tonight? which definitely got harder to answer during the span of lockdown, right? Invariably, this question comes up when I dive into mindset work with clients, when I teach them the bullshit self-coaching method. And it's because they're really starting to tune into just how much of their lives they carried out under the guise of shooting all over themselves. Like there's a little voice on their shoulder nagging them. And this is true for most anyone. Show me someone who's never experienced that shitting in their youth and I'll show you a freaking unicorn. So once they start self-coaching and doing the thought work, they begin to grapple with questions like, huh, what do 
actually want for myself in this moment? And when I pose the question, well, Kate, what do you want to do? And again, it could be about dating someone or making the choice of whether to have kids or maybe leaving their established career for something more fulfilling. They struggle to answer because they've operated within the paradigm of have to and should for so long. And usually it's a decision based on them trying to control the perceptions of others. And of course, because they're really starting to see just how optional their thoughts are, it's a bit of a mind game or a philosophical discussion at the very least. They tend to overthink with thoughts of, so if my thoughts are optional, how could I truly know what I really want? So let's dive into this a bit more. If you're not doing self-coaching or thought work, you'll enter into a situation where you're often seeking pleasure or avoiding pain. And it's a primitive dynamic that plays out in all sorts of ways, like wanting that DQ blizzard when you've just driven 60 miles in a car with no AC on a 90 degree day, or finally earning that PhD in quantum physics. We're so used to defining what we want by thinking about things we want so we can feel differently whether it's the cool, sweet taste of DQ ice cream on our tongue or the quick hit of self-esteem from nabbing that diploma for all our friends and family to see. And this might sound like, well, I'll be happy when, and fill in the blank. And it doesn't matter what the end goal is, our approach to motivation is predictable. Sometimes we just want physical pleasure. Sometimes it's a set of feelings that we want. And we think we need the thing, the circumstance, to have those feelings. But when you use that shift model in the bullshift self-coaching method, you see that often you take action to change your feelings or to attempt to control what others think or feel about you, which is also actually about how you feel because of your thoughts about what they think or feel. (laughs) Okay, still with me here? Because you see this everywhere, from what outfit you wear to what hairstyle you get, from volunteering at your kid's school to whether to join the board of a nonprofit, whether you do the thing or think about doing the thing, there is much to be made of the imaginary thoughts and feelings as the impetus for your actions or inactions. Okay, so now you've got this recognition of, aha, You're doing something because you think you should, or you're doing something to try to control someone else's feelings. Like you're going to go to a summer cookout that you don't even want to go to, but you do so anyway because you don't want the other person to think you're rude. (laughs) By the way, this is peak Minnesota behavior. Or you're trying to avoid a negative feeling like guilt or shame so that you're, you know, so you're saying no to the dessert because you don't want to feel badly about yourself later if you eat it. So you've got this realization. Now what? How do you determine what you actually want? Well, one approach is to consider what you do in the absence of that obligation or guilt or shame or insecurity. So for example, let's say you went to law school because your parents wanted you to. You're not really into being a lawyer, but you don't really know what you want to do. You just know it's not practicing law because, well, that was never even your ambition in the first place. It hadn't even occurred to you until someone else brought it up. When you can lean into your imagination and into creating moments of awe, for example, you can get outside of the shame and guilt and the control and the obligation to really get present to what is. So a shorthand way of accessing this is to ask yourself the following question. 
If you were going to feel the same whether you did the thing or not, would you do it? If you could feel good about yourself, whether you went to law school or not, whether you're married or not, whether you had kids or not, whatever it is, if you didn't care what other people thought of your choice, would you still do it? And that's one way to tell if you actually want to do something. But if you're doing thought work and self-coaching, you might say, okay, Megan, but it's still just a thought, just a sentence in my mind. And the question is whether you organically had the thought. Yes, you could decide to practice that thought on purpose, and whether you have it organically or want to cultivate it, either one is equally valid and a good enough reason. It doesn't have to be deeper than this. Your desires matter. Full stop. So often you're seeking some sort of big justification, but you don't need one. You know, you'll want to question your thoughts, especially if you're a woman, because that's a big way in which women are socialized, but you don't need a bigger justification. Now, if this sounds too simplistic, ask yourself why. What have you been socialized to believe? What compensatory behaviors have you been conditioned to do? Most of the time, people actually know what they want. They've just sort of distanced themselves from it. I see this so much with my clients. The most common mistake, and I'll actually use that word mistake here, here, even though it's a word I don't often think applies to most any situation, but it does here. The most common mistake people engage in is telling yourself that you don't know what you want. As I always say, we need to talk to ourselves more than we listen to ourselves. And this is because subconsciously, this has important implications. So I just want to get bossy here for a moment to say, stop saying this to yourself and say something instead, such as, I'm currently figuring out what I want. It's more active and more supportive. When you consider your vision for your life, it's really easy to lie to yourself. Far easier to lie to yourself about your vision than about wanting that entire charcuterie board, for example. (laughs) Regardless of whether you eat it, you know you want it. But the bigger stuff, the relationships, the career ditching your career to pursue your calling, these are the big things you lie about. And maybe you lie because you don't think you deserve it. You're still judging yourself for even wanting it in the first place. And this goes back to that whole myth about justifying what you want. Or maybe you don't think it's possible to have. Be sensible, be reasonable. Is now really the best time? We've absorbed so many messages of doubt from society and our loved ones. And while some of it is well-meaning, most of it is just a crappy byproduct of their own fears and stories. Other times, you're just plain scared to actually dream big, which might sound like, I'm confused, or I don't know what I want. To which I say, bullshit. You know, just stop drowning out your voice so you can start listening to it. And by the way, this is a practice. It's a skill that you have to cultivate. Learning to observe what your body mind is telling you is so powerful. And chances are, you've got a lot of thoughts to clear out before you can tune into what you actually want. And this is the work. And it's really rewarding work for me. And it's so fun to help others access these skills and this wisdom. Because as I like to say, your bullshit can be your bullshit. So stop saying you don't know and get curious about what you're tuning into and beginning to understand. So go ahead and ask yourself, what would I do if I could succeed? What would I do if no one else 
would ever know about it and have any thoughts about it? What if I already accepted myself unconditionally? What would I do then? And by the way, you may not even be ready to go after what you really want yet. If this is the case, then choose something small that you can tell yourself the truth about wanting. Maybe it's writing your first blog post or asking that person on a date. Regardless, take small steps and over time it'll build momentum. Every single day when you do this, you'll be able to see your life evolve in major ways. And (laughs) seriously, this is needed now more than ever. You're done wasting time pretending you don't know. You've made it through a freaking pandemic. Life's always going to be unpredictable. So what's the life you wish to create? How do you want to show up? If you're ready to pursue this in a bigger way, my next round of the Career to Calling Accelerator is going to be opening up in a few weeks. Just go to MeganKrause.com to get on the wait list. And thanks for joining me. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into Bullshift. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to create your own bullshift, then you need to check out MeganKrause.com forward slash bullshift. If you haven't already, subscribe to Bullshift on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to connect with me on Instagram at Megan underscore Krause. Let's connect next week.